We are back. And you know what we're at right now? We're a third of the way to episode 45. <laughs> uh, does that mean that as these keep going on, I'm going to start to hate our intro music? <laughs> we, you know, we, we may want to look at changing it. We should change up. Maybe episode 20 we should, we okay. should get new intro music. Good deal. Uh, for those of you playing at home, you may notice that this uh, this episode sounds substantially better than uh, some of the previous ones. Well, at least we hope it does. Yeah, we're we're not really talking content here, just on the uh, sound quality. <laughs> we've got way better content this week than we've yeah. ever had before. He's lying. But uh, we did notice we were having some issues with uh, um, sound quality only because uh, with the back and forth and the us not actually knowing how to work the mixer, uh, we had some problems. But I think we've got those sorted out now. Yep. So brought um, in a sound engineer. Yeah, and and by sound engineer he means I spent two hours the other night listening to our goddamn intro music straight through. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear that song anymore. <laughs> Never again. Don't uh, ever ask you where you're from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's p- part of the lyrics for those of you that haven't ever heard our song in yeah. full. Um, anyway, welcome to episode fifteen. That's my favorite episode so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, today we're camped out at Matt's place. The weird thing is, is we're actually getting to uh, be inside the house this time. Yeah, we got an upgrade where the, uh, the wife let us inside. Yes. Of course, we had to lock her in the be- bedroom with the dog to keep things quiet so we could actually record this. <laughs> and that says something. I'm not sure quite what. <laughs> so, uh, before we get... Uh, actually, I guess we already got going. Before we get too far into the podcast, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about some follow-up items from last week. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the biggest one is Amazon Video On Demand on the Xbox. Uh, sure. Or, or did I, you I was, have a different bigger one? I had a different bigger oh, one. Oh, that's the one I'm most excited about because okay. it's the one that I was directly why, why involved Why don't you tell us about the uh, Amazon Video On Demand? I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I tried it out at, on uh, the, as soon as I got home. I checked it out. I downloaded it. I installed it. I, right. I watched some shows. Um I agree with your your overall. So before oh. we go too much farther, let's clarify. You're talking about the Amazon Video on Demand app available on the Xbox. That is correct. Okay, carry so on. So I installed it on the Xbox. I and I've used the um, uh, both Fire. the Zune and the Netflix apps on the on the mm-hmm. Xbox pretty extensively. I've, I've watched a lot of TV on the Xbox that way. Um, I would say while the Amazon Video on Demand works really well and they've got good content, I, I agree with, I think, your your uh, assessment last week that it's a little clicky. The UI needs maybe a little cleaning up on, on making it usable. Yeah. Um, now, here's where I'm going to reverse my statement last week. I will admit right. that the UI mm, has a little bit of room to grow. but It's not bad. Don't get no, me wrong. It's yeah. not bad. It, it's not as... I like the Netflix interface better, though. Yeah. Um, Netflix and I, we go back and forth. <laughs> but uh, what I will say is I gave the, as soon as I got home after the last podcast, you know, I walked from the garage to the living room. Yeah. And I actually tried out the um, Xbox voice commands. Yeah. Those kick ass. Yeah. Like, seriously, you're talking to me like Xbox, videos, Amazon Instant Video, Awake Season 1, Play Episode. Done and it just works. So you can just, just navigate through. I've never tried it. I and I think I tried once, but I didn't try very hard. And I was like, and I think I tried just like uh, Xbox play a video or it's, something it's super. Like Siri. I didn't really like. <laughs> I didn't give it a chance. Uh, that being said, the Xbox uh, speech thing is the exact. Or it has the same uh, icons and stuff on the Xbox as it does on the uh, Windows Phone. 
Okay, yeah, so yeah. So I, I expect in the very near future the uh, um, to be able to do Siri-like stuff on the Xbox, and that would kick ass. Yeah, that would that'd be kick ass. E- yeah, even with the current video navigation, it's really super easy, and it does a really good job of uh, figuring out what you're saying. Yeah, so one of the things, though, on Amazon On Demand um, th- that I like over Netflix is I can purchase stuff. There's, there's stuff like, like Netflix has the... I, I would say if I compared, like, Netflix catalog... It compares to Amazon's free catalog, or the catalog that's free if you're a Prime member, right? So right. similar. Well, now I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you there, I, I, and I just mean similar. I'm not saying yeah. they're the same. If um, you're interested in any British television show that has ever come out, you can find that shit on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, all, if you, if you're interested in something that came out in the last decade. Good fucking luck. <laughs> so I will say you should check out Netflix again because they do have a lot of current I, television show content. As well as occasionally they've got good movies. Right. When did that happen? Because when I was using it this afternoon, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to watch. Um, well, no. And by current, I mean, like, if you're into watching, like, TLC and, and other stuff. that Most of the TV shows on there I'm not interested what in. What the fuck is TLC? The Learning Channel. Oh, okay. Which is now, like, the... Housewives or whatever channel. I don't know. There's nothing that I really want to watch on there. But now, see, Amazon Video on Demand is awesome because I can turn it right on in the kitchen, and I've got like Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. Yeah. I've got uh, uh, Man vs. Wild. Whatever. Right? One, one thing that I've got a problem with both of them on is I they don't do a good job of separating movies from episodic television shows. They intermix them both in as I'm looking through. Hey, new releases. I want new releases of movies, not new releases of television shows and movies. So that goes to a display problem. If you're using a Roku, they are split up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So anyway, (laughs) one of my problems. So I watched uh, Breaking Bad, seasons one through three on Netflix three months ago, something like that. Uh, I highly recommend the show. I know you haven't watched it yet. Right. I'm not going to ruin it for you. It is some fucked up shit. Does Malcolm's dad still run around without pants on? Uh, yeah. And he kills people and he has makes bad decisions. Dude, if I was married to Malcolm's mom, I would totally be busting some caps. And he makes, he makes the best meth ever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like it's well, like 99%, you know, high... 99% pure. And the other chemists can't get above 96%. Yeah. So like high school, he's... high school chemistry teachers usually pull the really solid chemists. Yeah. Well, see, he was only high school uh, chemist because like he lost his job as a high end theoretical chemist or something. I <laughs> I can't remember. It's been three, three, uh, three or four he, months. And, and, you know, that actually brings up a really interesting point. Uh, in, in hard sciences, you have theoretical physicists. Yeah, yeah. You don't have theoretical geologists <laughs> or, or theoretical chemists. No. I mean, you have theoretical mathematicians, but that's really kind of duplicating words because uh, yeah, mathematicians I, at that level are effectively theoretical. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think there's some, there is some theory in chemistry and there's some theory in geology, but you can usually validate those theories right, pretty quickly. Right, because you, you can go grab Whereas bits physics, of the chemistry. I, I think in physics, people go, I got this idea. We're going to make... Um, <laughs> Quantum what theory you were talking about a minute ago? You were talking about quantum entanglement? Yeah. 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 So people can just make up stuff like that. <laughs> that's actually been observed. It's no longer just a theory. Right. So so that's the thing. So it's not that, that physicists are just making things up. Physicists. Um, physicists yeah. are just making stuff up. I think the, their theories tend to be actually based in reality. And then it just might take a little bit longer until our physical sciences can catch up to prove the, the theoretical right. theories. 
So what you're saying is all scientists are slower than physicists. Yeah. So before we get into <laughs> quantum mechanical theories, I want to finish talking about Breaking yes, Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad. So uh, when I finished season three on uh, on Netflix, I couldn't get season four on DVD, even though the show had been finished for a while. And uh, I did find it, though, on Amazon Video On Demand. Uh, but I, at the time, didn't have any video player that would stream it onto my TV, and I really didn't want to watch an entire season on my laptop. Um, right. It's just not my... Pr- I, I that is an to- indicator that you're old, by the way. Yeah, or maybe. All the young kids these days are watching it on their laptops. Well, whatever. I, I like to kick back on my TV and watch it on my 52... Or my couch and watch it on my 52-inch uh, TV with high-def surround sound, yeah. not on I, my... I'm with you. It's hard to drink beer while you have a laptop perched on your chest. Exactly. And it gets all hot and burns... I burn my chest and stuff. Anyway, um, so I just held off buying it. I'm like, oh, I'll wait for it to like get somewhere. So when... Uh, last night, actually, I was like, wait a minute. Season five is starting up soon to watch in real real time, and season four I'm still waiting, and and I still can't get it on DVD because I stopped by Fry's the other day and it wasn't there, and so I purchased it on video on demand, and it streamed off the Xbox, and it it worked uh, really well. It looked high quality, and everything was good, and I got exactly what I wanted, and it was easy. It just went onto Amazon, purchased it, set it to my set list, and it was there on my Xbox when I when I flipped over to view it. Now is, uh, I was just trying to look this up, but apparently I couldn't look it up fast enough. Is Breaking Bad one of those shows that you can actually get uh, live, like shortly after it's available on uh, television? Uh, I don't know. I suspect it will be. Uh, it's not currently airing. Season 5 doesn't start until January 15th. Oh, so okay. maybe by episode 20 we'll be able to talk about that. Uh, very, and, very and, and that's like four weeks away, so you should be able to catch up on the, the, <laughs> the existing four seasons uh, by then. We can talk about that, whether or not Pinkman's going to kill somebody or not. So as much as I agree that might be possible, I somehow doubt it. Reason being, as you've you got know, other shows in your queue that you got to watch. Well, actually, it's not even a volume of TV to watch because I'm pretty current. My wife's been gone for two weeks, so yeah. I had plenty of time to watch television. Uh, it's a more a uh, kind of uh, life change for me that's happening here. Oh, yeah, I hear something's changing for you. Yeah, yeah, so uh, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I've been working at Amazon yeah. uh, for about the last two, a little under two years now, and uh, I just accepted a new position to go work at Microsoft again. Good luck. Thanks. So uh, <laughs> what what's going on in the next month is me kind of ramping down all of my responsibilities at Amazon, going on vacation for a week to Costa Rica, and then coming back and starting up a new job at uh, Microsoft. So I suspect my uh, free time may be a little bit uh So you got busy. two weeks of ramping down at Amazon where you should be able to watch a shit ton of TV. <laughs> That's uh, the way that works. Unfortunately, no. I'm actually a you know good person, and I have a bunch of crap that I need to get done and take care of and handle. All right, off. all right, whatever. And then watch a shit ton of TV. Well, yeah, somebody's got yeah. to, I suppose. I mean, you should be able to watch an entire season over a weekend. You got you got this weekend to watch uh, uh, actually, season I one. I don't have this weekend. My uh, wife graduates with her MBA this weekend, so we have family coming into town on Saturday. Uh, you know what? Graduation present season <laughs> one, Breaking Bad. <laughs> she'll ah. love, and I think actually she'll she'll love it. Wait, hold on. Um, I don't need to get my wife a graduation present, do I? 
Uh, you should probably think about that. See, I'm paying you for... You might want to rethink that. I'm just asking because I'm paying for a dinner at a private restaurant for the whole family, which is like 13 people at this point. That's really a gift for the family. This is um, bullshit. And <laughs> I didn't get an invite, so... Plus, I just paid like for the vacation that we're going on. Right. Well, like, <laughs> okay, you're, you're, you're probably, you probably got uh, like money in the bank queued up, like like credit with the wife for okay, good, for the good. dinner and and the uh and the vacation all right and, uh, good i'm not gonna worry yeah. about that then yeah here's hoping i don't get killed if if there is no episode uh 16 well no i probably should have gotten a present yeah should yeah. i take <laughs> should have gone and if picked you up her christmas present and got <laughs> if you end up Look, in a bitch, ditch where's co- my present <laughs> if you end up in a ditch in costa rica uh we know what happened yeah don't if i don't come back Keep an eye on my wife. Oh. <laughs> actually, uh, honestly, that would actually be pretty bad for her because uh, I will be uninsured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she'll get nothing. Well, she'll have a degree now. She can get a job. She already has one. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Um, so Amazon Video on Demand rocks. Yep. We both agree. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of the uh, season passes you can buy for television series. Uh, I, just, I, I haven't tried that yet. So yeah. I'm not a fan. Uh, basically, you know, a TV episode, uh, yeah, an episode of TV costs a buck ninety nine. If you sign up for the season pass, you can get all of the TV shows for you know just as they come up and are available, and they cost like a buck eighty nine. Now I'm curious. Um, I I noticed when I purchased Breaking Bad, I could buy purchase either standard def or high def for slightly more. Yep. What the, do you do? I buy the standard def. Okay. And the reason being is you um, can't tell the difference. Well, it's not so much that I can't tell the difference because when push comes to shove, I'm sure I could like side to side comparison tell yeah. them. But realistically, I'm on a slow ass internet connection. So you're probably not I'm never getting... gonna get a high def because it's gonna you know cycle it's... me down to right. standard def. So I bought the high def, but I'm not sure if I like. I probably can tell. I'd probably notice if it wasn't. But yeah, like, excuse me, we've talked about this before, like. Uh, I was we were my wife and I stream a lot of TV yeah. since we got the new internet connection. Oh yeah, and you she came in and you she were watching a DVD like, and she What was is like, this? Yeah. It looks great. You know, I mean I'm like, yeah, honey, it's a DVD. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the standard def is at least DVD quality. So yeah. No, I kind of go back and forth on that cuz sometimes I'll watch uh other things I've streamed or purchased as a streaming on on like uh Xbox and I've thought, should I purchase the high def or should I purchase the am I am I going to if I'm watching the standard def, am I going to wish that I'd purchase a high def? If I'm watching the, the, you know, if it's like animation or something, I'll tend to go towards standard def because I can't yeah. notice it. And by animation, I mean like a shitty DC cartoon or something. Or, but or even better, Code Monkeys. Code Monkeys. Have you not seen this show? No, I haven't seen okay, this. Okay, so this it's is... set back in the 80s. Yeah. And the whole TV show is about a software company called Gamavision or something like that. Gamavision? Gamavision. And they make uh, video games. And the whole thing is done kind of in a uh, 8-bit uh, Oh, okay. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is awesome. But uh, the G4 people made it. I just right. started watching it today. But it would be a massive waste to put that on in high debt. Like, what, why would you purchase the high Believe me, I was because... pissed today when I was watching it and Netflix had to try and... I'm like, this is an 8-fucking-bit television. Um... But they don't know that, right? Yeah. They just know they have to gate their uh, digital s- or their uh, their signal. By the way, do you watch Workaholics? 
Since we're having a TV. <laughs> <laughs> is Workaholics the one where they have the guy with the big bushy hair yeah, yeah, yeah. and his two friends and one guy's like yeah. a little tiny guy that always gets like kind of, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're all stoners. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, they have another season of that out? Yeah, they just started again <laughs> on Comedy Central uh, in the last week or so. I watched that like a couple months back and I'm like, this is the greatest show ever. <laughs> I used to work yeah, with those good. people actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I worked at uh, um, Oxford International, uh, we were a headhunting firm. And I swear to Christ, that's ex- like Travis, the guy that I used to work with. Yeah. He said, like, we had desks that were like back to back. No, I guess he was back and over to one. But like, it, it was the same kind of, like, we're sitting there one day and he's like, dude, so I'm thinking, we're starting a bowling league. And I'm like, <laughs> did I just walk? Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, like, didn't what you end up do? in a softball league from that? Or was yes, that a, I did. A I ended job. up in a softball league for the sick. Comes up one day, he's like, dude, bowling season's over. It's softball time. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. That's that's quality. Yeah, that was the same place where my uh, my manager, like, so the job we had is we were uh, responsible for doing a kind of technical screens for um, con- uh, contract workers, yeah. right? And my boss, who sat on the other side, so this job, it was a phone job. You call people, you talk with them, you talk to people, see if they needed contractors. We had to get to work at 7 o'clock in the fucking morning wearing, like, slacks, a button-up shirt, and a tie. Yeah. Most miserable job ever, right? Yeah. Because nobody ever sees you. You're on a phone. They don't... They... Anyway, my boss would show up, and he'd be like, okay, guys, so you're not making your call volume. You need to, you need to really get on that. And then his desk actually was right back against mine. We didn't have walls or anything because it was yeah. a high-class joint. And he'd be sitting there, and he'd be staring right at me. He was like, what, is that? No, we, we can totally. I'm like, the fuck, is he talking to me? What the? I'm looking around, and he's like, but, you know, he's got a headset on. And right. Like, oh, no, no, he's on his headset. He's like, no, seriously, dude, what's... I'm like, fuck, he is talking to me. I don't know. I'm just going to pretend like I'm on a call and be, call it a day. <laughs> and, and then, like, somewhere around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, he's like... Okay, I'm gonna go grab some lunch. He'd be gone for about twelve seconds. He's like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" Let's. Uh, so here's what I'm thinking. Uh, we got to do this thing now. Uh, Travis, I want you to do this. Uh, Zach, you do I'm like. Oh yeah, he's totally not doing blow. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of like working with Robin Williams. Yeah, not the funny version. So uh, before we start this, I'm gonna change subject and, and get back to something we talked about a little bit ago. Uh, you um, and this is going to lead into the. You know what it's going to lead into another another conversation. But um, you were talking <laughs> about uh, somebody solved quantum entanglement. Y- y- well, I wouldn't say they solved it. Uh, right, right. But so the, here's the thing about and, uh, and, and you. I'll let you explain what quantum entanglement theory means to okay. the audience. So in case they don't remember, it, right? In case they haven't spent a lot of time reading a. Uh, physics um, stuff. So basically what quantum entanglement says is you can get two particles that are kind of entangled, and then you can separate those particles any distance apart, and a change to one particle will actually be reflected in the other. Right. Um, and instantaneously. Instantaneously. And the interesting bit here is you can separate them light years apart, and you make a change on one, and instantly the other one is changed. So there seems to be information transfer faster than the speed of light going on. Right. Now... Which, which would be handy if you were like on Mars, you could talk to somebody, you could use that as a communication device. Right. So, reason it's handy, it lets you do a lot of communication over very large distances without any time gaps, right? Yeah. Um, which, when you're talking interstellar distances, is actually kind of a problem. 
the other thing it allows you to do is uh, um, set up for quantum computing, right? Because you can now start to take uh, um, and flip bits very, very quickly, right? very, very close, and kind of work into the whole quantum computing world. So we don't have to deal with, you know, tiny-ass little bits of electrons moving yeah. around. One of the other things, and I was reading about this, uh, it was about a month ago, and I think it was related to the people who were kind of solving this, is you can use it to create a very secure network. Yes, that is true. The The reason that it allows you to create a, a very safe network is because with current networks, you have options of like man-in-the-middle attacks, replay attacks, all this kind of stuff. When you have a physical law that is bound two items together, it's really only the people with those two items that can infer what's going on. Right. You can't network sniff something that doesn't exist. I mean, they, right. they, they there's nothing. There's there's no there's no path in between. Right. Right. It's kind of like electron valences. They can only be in one um, valence. There's they don't actually exist anywhere in between. So like, when an electron gets stripped off, it just jink. Is this, is this like a <laughs> physics talk? I'm sorry. It's, it's funny because your, your your explanation of how to simplify it is probably more complex than... <laughs> right, because valences. Everybody's... Right? You remember that, right? I'm In sorry. chemistry. And this is how we know that Zach spent entirely too much time as, physics, as a physics major. This actually seems simpler right. to him than anything else. Um, but yeah, so there's a kid. I don't remember exactly how... How much of uh, some work we've done on the podcast. His name's Josh. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to call him Josh just for fun. Uh, but there was a kid that has solved some of the uh, ass... Or not... Okay, let me just go ahead and read you the article from Dig. All right, all right. Dig it. And now I have to work on that whole leaning the microphone <laughs> over. That's why I'm sitting down. My, you son of a bitch. I know. I can't actually do a podcast while standing. So so here's what... I, I'm going uh, I'm, I'm I'm to deviate from the conversation real okay. quick while you figure out how to lean down. Um, the, the, the other thing in science fiction, um, there that's commonly, and by commonly, I mean, in a few, uh, uh, books, they use uh quantum entanglement to create something called Lancewall, which is how they do faster than the speed of light, uh, communication. So in like, and it's funny cause I was just reading, but I was reading the left hand of darkness by, uh, Lagoon, uh, a couple, uh, a couple months ago, which is like a sci-fi book from the 60s, and they were using Ansible's, and she's actually the first one that came up with it, but I was like, I've read this before, and it's referenced in like Ender's Game and some other things like that. Um, but anyway, when when we were for talking about it before, at the beginning of the podcast, or, or pre-podcast, I was like, I've heard, I said Ansible, and you're like, what the fuck's an Ansible? And I'm like, let, let, me, let me bing that. Um, which is what I normally do. And for some reason, when I binged it, I, I Googled it instead. And, um, and it, I, don't know the, I don't know why, but I spelled Ansible wrong, right? Because I, I type Ansible all the time. And as a result, um, and I didn't get the results I wanted from Google. So I went to Bing, and I typed in Ansible. Actually, I copied it from my, my Google page, and I pasted it Ansible, and I got exactly the responses I want, which was... Like an unintended like um, comparison trial of the searches between Google and Bing, and then it looks like then we're like, oh, I spelled it wrong. When you spell it right, you get the r- the right results in Google. But it it was kind of surprising that Bing knew what I was looking for better than Google did, and and just as a unintentional side by side comparison. So what what you're talking about here, and I'll jump back to physics in a second. Yeah, is uh, something that has actually been. Uh, I've talked to a number of folks about lately. How to spell Ansible? 
Yes, that okay. too. No, the fact that uh, Bing seems to be doing much better on context-aware searches than Google is. Google seems to be still fairly solid on, uh, you know, well, Google has a larger map, basically. Google has a larger yeah. and better ability to hand you data, but uh, Bing does a better job of knowing what data you're looking for. Right, because... I'd get results back from Google, but they were like uh, links to, you know, Usenet groups and other stuff that was like, right. this is going to be people, basically other people who spelled Antibull incorrectly are the links that I got. Whereas Bing gave me the Wikipedia article, which gave detailed descriptions of um, the authors who used the word Antibull in their, in, in their right. sci-fi, which is really what I was looking for. And I didn't even know that's what I was looking for. I, who knows? I, I didn't know what Ansible really meant other than, yeah, yeah, it's what they use in sci-fi books to talk across like long distances at the speed of light or faster than speed, instantaneously, the quantum entanglement. Yeah, and back to <laughs> quantum entanglement really quickly. All right. Uh, let's talk about this. No, now that you get your article up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this whole swapping podcast between places is really uh, like context difficult for me because yeah. uh, I have to switch back and forth. I'm just operating on a tiny-ass little screen here. Um, so basically what happened here is there's a kid who's like 15, and he has an impronounceable name. Josh. Like he's from we'll call Russia. him Josh. Yeah, let's call him Josh. And at the age of 15... He realized what a Bose-Einstein condensate was and how that applied to quantum mechanics and how and quantum entanglement might help him build a supercomputer. Right. Well, now, here's the thing. I figured that when I was 14. Right, but you just didn't write it down because they didn't have paper in the wish cost. So you right, know, what are you going right. to do? We, yeah. Yeah. So, I rubbed a couple of sticks together. <laughs> exactly. Throw rocks at it. It'll be fine. Um, but now here's the, the, the part that's frustrating. You read the article title is like uh, quantum entanglement problem solved for fun and you're like hey this looks like it could be interesting it might actually be able to learn something here and then you read the goddamn article and it's like nine paragraphs talking about how he did like addition and subtraction at the age of two and his mom and dad love him it's like really get to the fucking science please and then at the end there's a scientist going he did all of the hard math on this Right, but you, there's there's no fucking content here. You didn't actually say anything. All right, you just said he did hard math. He figured out the magic, and uh, yeah. That's so it. I, I'll go read the article in Physics Review, and we'll follow up later. All right. <laughs> um. So, what else did we talk about? Want to talk about today? Um. Did you have any uh, follow up items from our uh, E3 conversation last week? Not really. I haven't had a chance to do uh. Really, the looking into the the things that went on in E three, I, I did see there's an Elder Scrolls Online um, stuff was announced. I'm kind of interested in that, finding out more about that, but I don't know anything about it yet. All right, so uh, Elder Scrolls being the guys who did Skyrim, by the way, S Skyrim, Skyrim. It's all right. Don't worry. Is that about set it. of you, you don't game? care? You don't care. Is there is there a comic yeah. book to go with that? No. Ah, bullshit. Yeah. Um. So, uh, actually. The next thing I'd like to talk about does actually have to do with video games. All right. There's a company out there called, um, and I'm going to butcher their name, but it's, in my estimation, So Emote, S-O-E-M-O-T-E. -E. All and, right. As uh, most companies do, they found a problem that they need to tackle and really solve. Now, you might find yourself asking, is it world hunger? Is it making gas not cost $5 a fucking gallon? No. What they've done is they have spent time and money trying to figure out how to make your EverQuest 2 avatars that much more lifelike. Uh, EverQuest 2 is 
Quest Two is the game that uh, doesn't exist anymore, right? Or does it? Or do people still play EverQuest? Uh, I think the people. I thought that everybody plays World people, of Warfare now. War, uh, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the, the words, nerd. That's the words uh, I meant to say. I think there are still some people playing EverQuest Two. Wow. But uh, so, all joking aside, what this company's doing is actually pretty cool. So, when you're playing a, uh, a massively multiplayer online role playing game, yeah. Your uh, avatar. MMORPG. Exactly. Uh, your avatar is kind of boring. Their facial features don't change, and they just kind of walk around stiff. Now, right. Unless you press Control-Shift-8. Then you can, <laughs> you can have Nerd. like do stuff. Yeah, but uh, what, they've done, uh, what they've done with a sew emote is they've actually added a uh, um, you know, camera that watches your face. And it enables your avatar to have uh, all of the same facial expressions that you're having. So you can like shake your head, you can nod your head, you can smile, you can uh, blink your eyes and whatnot. Yawn. And you can add like additional like kind of interpersonal context to the statement that you're making. Okay. Also, in the event that you're a 12 year old boy and talk like this, it can give you a badass deep voice about you know whatever you're doing. Yeah. Okay. So you like you you've uh, obviously played online with the Xbox before? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, do you remember back when uh, Halo came out and it was online and you could jump in line and get put into games and stuff and you'd be oh, yeah. playing with a, a 12-year-old kid? He's like, I totally fucked you up, you little bitch! And you're like, dude, yeah, seriously? Yeah. Like, Talk to me when your balls have dropped. Uh, this will kind of help at least part of that. <laughs> 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 and and right. in the event that they uh, migrate this kind of technology over through the Kinect into Xbox and you weren't wearing a, a big face shield as the Master Chief, it could give you some options other than just squatting on the guy that you uh, killed. By the way, when uh, Xbox Live originally launched, they did have um, voice modulation right, um, built into the service. They've removed it since then because, A, nobody used it, and, B, the people that did were incredibly annoying. And, but, uh, C, pedophiles all over the world were... Uh, Hi, I'm a twelve. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. yeah. A little on the appalling side, but hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I thought we had something else we were gonna talk about. Uh, I know you were uh, diligent, wrote down a list. I'm looking at the list right here, and oh, I know what it was. <laughs> um, thank God for literacy. I only frequently or infrequently have it, but um, you have always had a, a Windows mobile phone or a Windows phone or a uh, um, dumb smartphone, right? Uh, pretty much. So I had uh, my first, well, my first cell phone back way back in the day. Uh, Nokia that you could drive over with a fucking truck. Uh, effectively, it was actually uh, one of the um, Nextel. Remember the beep, oh, beep, yeah. beep, beep, and you could like uh, talk chat, with like, people, like walkie-talkie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the company I was working for, uh, all of us like field uh, engineers, geo engineers. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there was about four of us on a little chat, and you'd chat, and we'd be like, dude, hey, dude, what's up? Uh, apparently, actually, the cost for that was actually fairly substantial. If you wanted that service of the beep to talk, right? They Nextel was actually charging a pretty good premium on that, so uh, we eventually got canceled off that. But it was right around the time I quit, so I didn't care. But that phone was like... <laughs> um, like 12 pounds of gigantic cell phone. Right, and yeah. you could huck it at a person, and they'd actually dodge instead of catch. Yeah, yeah you could dug, dodge, duck, dive, and duck, or whatever. Um, <laughs> the uh, And then I think the next phone I had was, the next one or two phones I had uh, were, like, 
relatively simple. I mean, it was back in the right uh, late '90s, early 2000s, and so it was. It was. It was sort of pre-smartphone timeline. Right. Um, and then I think my first for few for first, first free smartphones were uh, the uh, SMT Mobile. 5600, which was the yeah uh, the candy bar cool phone candy bar phone with yeah yeah uh, yeah and. I realized this the other day that uh, when it comes to mobile phones, I've had a fair amount of them compared to most people, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so... You've cycled through even more than me. Yeah. I have ran through... um, I think I had the, like I said, the SMT... There were several times where we had the same one, and then you'd upgrade to the mobile Razor. Yeah, I had the Blackjack. I had a Razor. I had... um, the you know Samsung Focus. I had an Atrix. I had a couple of different iPhones. Yeah, I'm actually on my third iPhone. I think right now. Uh, I actually had the Blackjack for quite a long time, and it was one of my. I actually for the long time I preferred that. I I liked the yeah. on the keyboard. The, I liked that that uh, form yeah. factor for for the time. Now yeah, for the time, be... the Blackjack was not bad. Yeah. Um. So one of the reasons that uh, when I started working at Amazon, I switched over to an Atrix. Uh, which is an Android device. It's made by uh, shit. I want to say Motorola. It was. Yeah, and it had it. It was pretty awesome. I mean, it's got. Uh, let me rephrase. It was pretty awesome, provided you didn't want to play music, make phone calls, or use the goddamn thing. Other than that, right, it right. kicked ass. That sounds pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I, um, I, could, I could give you some of that. Yeah, so um, hence why I went back to an iPhone, but um. The interesting thing that I did get to work for the couple of hours that my Atrix actually ran without a problem is there was a program called Tasker, um, which basically allows you to do any number of automation tasks. So you can say, hey, if my phone's flipped over, I want it to go into silent. If I'm within location of these three or four cell phone towers, turn on my Bluetooth and sync with this or, you know, whatever you want. It had... uh, it, you could even set it up to where when you put it in a dock, it'll read you any texts that come in, and you know that's kind of cool. All kinds of really cool and awesome uh, uh, automation features. Yeah, uh, there's a couple other options out there. One's called Locale, and then a new one actually has just come out for the Android, which is kind of what we wanted to talk about next. Yeah. And the interesting thing about this uh, one, it's called On, and then Curly Braces X. Uh, it has a couple. And I think of that's pronounced Onyx. Onyx, entirely possible. Right. I'm really bad at pronouncing this shit. Like the gemstone. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about this is with Tasker, anytime I have to reboot my phone, and by reboot I mean rebuild, which happened about eh, twice a week, uh, I'd have to go back in and with my uh, you know phone reprogram everything I ever owned into okay. it and set all my crap up again, and uh, it was a pain in the ass. Now, with Onyx, you can actually go on the internet, type in your uh, automation to do whatever you want, and uh, then whenever your phone is ready, just download it, and you're good to go. So it's on a server, and, it, and the phone just connects to the server to get the configuration. Yeah. Now, the really awesome thing about this is like it seems to have all of the same type of features that you'd expect from Tasker or Locale with a web-based edition, so you can actually tweak everything with your actual keyboard. Now, you might find yourself asking... What kind of a company builds this thing, right? Is this uh, is this some upstart company from uh, you know Southern California? That's what you'd think so. Some it's, Silicon Valley, uh, right, a little startup or something. Yeah, it's just got yeah. some money and it's put its website out there and it's ready to go. Make yeah. everybody that uses an Android happy. As it turns out, no, it, they didn't do it. So so maybe Google did it, right? Maybe Google looked around and said, "Hey, you know right, what? Because they, they run Android, or yeah, they sell Android, or they, they give it away for free, Android, or whatever." Android, yeah. yeah. 
they're like, hey, look, we want to do a solid for our people. We're going to go ahead and make uh, make an easy configuration automation suite for the phone. No, strangely not them either. Huh, that's weird. So so who's left? I mean, who who would ever do something like that? I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, now, is Microsoft there... Israel? What? <laughs> what? Uh, strangely, as it turns out, Microsoft yeah. built it. Now, A, totally stoked, right? Because... It's cool to see them investing cool see, in yeah. like uh, like it, that sort of thing, right? As a user of a number of Microsoft phones, a number of Apple phones, and a number of uh, Android devices, I really like to see kind of everybody chipping in and doing their part to make each platform better. Yeah. Uh, the thing I do kind of wonder about is since Microsoft has done this kind of thing for Google for the Android phone, what are the suppose the chances are that uh, with the Windows Phone platform they'll start to kind of enable the same kind of functionality and maybe even through the same website? I, I have no idea. Uh, um, <laughs> it seems like it seems like it seems like the um, technology should be able to be applied to any platform, right? Except for Apple because they're a bunch of assholes. Okay, I, sure, I mean, uh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say yeah. is with the iPhone 4S yeah. in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a Mac, Mac that we're recording, recording this on. Yeah. yeah, so I, I'm actually kind of excited about this project. I'm hoping a lot of people start to use it uh, for the Android. And I'm hoping that kind of leads them into a uh, kind of more open approach to uh, the Windows Phone yeah. as well. Well, I mean, it sounds like a cool project. I'd love to be able to use something like that on my Windows Phone. So hopefully it'll it'll expand out and, uh, and I'll get to use it too. Yeah, that would be awesome. And I, I really like... so. One of the things that I really dug about my uh, Atrix, um, again, when it worked, was that I didn't actually need to dock my Atrix to anything ever. It had programs that would go ahead and download podcasts for me. It would do everything I needed. Yeah. Um, my iPhone still needs a computer to download podcasts that it can wirelessly sync through. Really? Yeah, it's kind of retarded. Huh. Okay. There's other programs. Oh, so let's talk the stupidity that is... Uh, mobile phones and integration with shit. Okay. I have a car, right? Yeah. My car has an in-car entertainment system that, uh, you know, can plug into my iPhone and I can see all of my podcasts, all of my music, all of it, right? Unless it's downloaded by an external app. So... Wait. What do you mean? You mean I, if you if you move the music onto your phone from... If I move the music onto my phone from iTunes, yeah, my car can see it. Because it knows where iTunes keeps all its crap. Yeah. If, however, I have an external program, like I do, which will download podcasts, they just... I have to start that program, and then I can navigate through it as a playlist. That's a little obnoxious. Which is, like, just N N do you think that's Do you think that's Apple's fault oh, yeah. or, your, or your car's fault? I'm blaming Apple. Okay. Um, <laughs> well... Actually, let me take a step back. I'm going to go ahead and blame Apple and everybody else that has ever made a smartphone that doesn't just treat it like a USB disk. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. Because every car out there on the planet, you can now just plug a USB thumb drive into, and it'll go, oh, look, I found music. Let me play it. But Not my car. Really? Yeah, I don't have a USB port on it. Are you lying? No. On, either, on any of the three relatively new cars I've had over the last two years, no USB. Really? Both of them would take uh, MP3. All, all of them would take MP3 as a CD. Like if I make an MP3 CD, and all of them have a audio input jack, but now, no. I'm MP3 a little confused. Jack. Did your cars also take keys? 
Uh, only one of uh, uh, two of the three. One and a half of the three. How does a car half take a key? Well, have you seen the key for my truck? No. It's not really a key. It's but it's key like. Does That's it look why like I give this? It a half. Uh, and by this, I'm holding up a tiny little fob from Nissan that has a. Uh, yeah. It it stays in my pocket, never actually has to touch the it, dashboard. It looks ever. like that, except for at the end of it, there's like a squared off plastic bit that goes into a hole, but it's still just what squared the off fuck plastic. is the point of that? Hang on, I'll so show you. like they they okay. So let's talk car keys for a second. And in the last, I bought a new car recently. I think three or four months ago, and. Like I said, I got a Nissan Murano. It's great. It's awesome. And I have this little itty-bitty tiny fob that uh, has uh, looks like four buttons on it, a lock and unlock, open the back, and an alarm. And then there's a magic button I can press that'll pop out a key in the event that my fob actually runs out of battery so I can still get in my car. Um, but I don't know why more cars aren't going like this because I can walk up to my car, press a button on the door, and it unlocks... Um, same with the tailgate. I can do that. Like, my fob never actually has to leave my pocket. Yeah, I, I actually, I think a lot, most car manufacturers are going that way. Or at least as for the, um, you know, higher-end models. Or not even higher-end models, but, you know, like, hey, this <laughs> model. And then they're, they're selling it as an add-in. But right. plastic key, square thing at the end. It, it plugs in. It, like, you can see what I'm talking about, right? I, I'm looking at it. And it looks... Kind of like a retarded USB thumb drive. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It has the same pop-out and, and key I've like mine. And I've still got does. a real pop-out key in case like the door needs to be unlocked or whatever other things. But yeah, it's kind of like a so, weird hybrid between... What the fuck is the a, point of that? I'm, I'm not sure. Like w when I bought the truck, I was like, this is a little bit odd now, and weird. But, and, and do you stick that into the steering column or do you stick it right into the uh, dashboard? It's sort of like... In the dashboard next to the steering column, and do you have like to turn where you it? normally, and you still have to turn it. It's it's odd. I agree. See now, and, and and I think this is something Dodge is doing because because um, they're broken inside. Well, yeah, and I, I <laughs> when I was having some work done on the truck, they gave me a loaner car, and it was like a, a Challenger or something, and it had the exact same key. So right. I think it's a, I think it's a Dodge thing. So I think they kind of half-assed the key fob thing so well, while yeah. we're on the topic of cars which strangely was actually i think the first tangent we've gotten to all day today um oh, no wait, i'm pretty no, sure the whole back. goddamn thing is <laughs> the first 20 minutes was a tangent entirely possible um my wife i love her she's awesome uh she tells me the other day we're, we're driving down the road and her and i have talked about the cars that we like and she's a big fan of the new chargers that have come out yeah those, right? those are sweet they're Charger awesome. or the Challenger? The Charger, actually, not the Challenger. The Challenger's better. I bet it's the Challenger that she likes. The Challenger's the one that looks like a hot rod. No. The Charger's the one that they use for cop cars. Yeah, no, it's the Charger she likes. She wants a four-door cop yeah. car? Okay. Uh -huh. Now, huh, here, weird. here's the thing. Because those Challengers are fucking sweet. I like the Challengers better myself. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, so, it, we're driving the other day and going down the road, and she's like, do you know what I found out? I'm like, no. What? No. What? What? What did you find out? Apparently, a Charger's a white trash car. And like, I, I'm sitting there in the car, and I'm trying to figure out if she's fucking with me. Because seriously, do you find a more white trash car than the Charger? Uh, like, like a current car? Yeah. Like other, other than a Mustang, right? Um, and, and even 
I might put the Charger above the Mustang. But the Charger's we'll definitely above the Mustang, but yeah. if you're if you're talking like if you're talking a guy that's rocking a fucking mullet and he's spending four hours a day in the gym, that bitch owns a Mustang or a Charger. Like, no questions asked. Um hmm, I'm thinking about it. Well, what about like a Supra or something? And granted that crosses over, but you know what I'm saying, right? I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I'm talking stereotypes here. Can you give me a more stereotypical white trash car than a Charger or a Mustang? Jacked up Ford? No, that would be a redneck car. Uh, same thing. Uh, Close enough. There's subtle differentiation <laughs> between the redneck and the... Uh, you know what I'm saying, the, though, yeah. right? Uh, no, that's pretty... I mean, if you're going to go new car, new models, right? Yeah. I, I, would, I would... Yeah, that might be it. So, strangely, this segued us into a realm of conversation that I never thought I'd actually have to have with my wife. Now, for those of you that don't know me... Uh, I grew up white trash. Right? Okay. Yeah. Like uh, the Dukes of Hazard was the shit. By the way, okay. So hang on, I'm <laughs> gonna segue. The only problem that I have really with the Challenger is that I can't paint a new Challenger orange and put the 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 uh, General Lee like painting logo on it without being like labeled a red uh, a racist. Uh, for good reason, dude. I know. No. No. Totally. I totally get it. But like and back in the '70s. So here's the thing. In the seventies, when I was a little kid, there was the General Lee, and it was the, it, it, and you didn't know that there were racist overtones because you're like a ten year old kid, and you're just like that cool's fuck, that car is fucking cool, and I want to be like Bo and Luke Duke, and I want to, you know, I want to, I want to be doing driving down the dirt roads like they are and being cool, and it's awesome. You didn't have any realization of of the additional historical undertones. So the of, other weird of, of what thing that is, meant, right? as kids, you never actually realized they were doing anything illegal. You didn't no, know no, no, that no, Uncle Jesse was running a still. You're no, like, you didn't. You, you're just going. like they're they're Boss driving their car fast, bad. and they and the cops are chasing them. Now that seems cool. And so, uh, you know, you you, grow, you still have this thing where, oh my god, that's so cool. I want to drive that car, and I want to I want to jump my car over rivers, which is completely implausible and impossible. But I want to do it anyway, and it still has like this thing that's cool about it. And yep. and I don't have any connection to the the actual racist undertones of the the. Confederate flag because I'm not from there and and yeah. but but I understand why you can't do it. It's just it, it's disappointing because I want to. Yeah. Well, you, know. you do realize that the generally was a Charger, right? No, 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 it was a Challenger. I will. You bet just you looked f- that shit up, didn't you? I will now bet you're you gonna fifty dollars. Okay. I, I knew it was a Charger to start with, but I knew you were gonna call bullshit on it, so I was. I so pulled you, it up so on you checked the, it up. The, yeah. The, the uh, laptop here, so I could tell huh. you. Were but wrong. it looks more like the current Challenger does yes. than the Charger did. Yes. It does. So, because yeah. the Charger looks more like a Mustang did. Yeah. But the interesting thing that this led me to is my wife apparently didn't know we were white trash. Wait, she didn't know you're like currently? Yeah. And well, I was like, honey. She, well, <laughs> I was like, honey, let, let me ask you a couple questions. How many cars do we have in the driveway? <laughs> <laughs> How many horses do we have in the backyard? <laughs> exactly. Um, if I were to say to you, honey, go get to riding lawnmower and get to mowing the lawn. She'd get on the tractor. Exactly. <laughs> with the hog behind it. Exactly. It's like, I understand that, you know, both of us have professional jobs. Both right. of us make decent money and we drive, you know, cars and do whatever. Do you have a sea container on your property? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, uh, the different, like, hey, what bar do we spend do, the most time at? Is <laughs> there an old bathtub somewhere on the property? Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ran through like four of those things with her, and she was like, shit. 
I was like, there's nothing wrong with it. You just got to recognize what's going on, right? You just got to be okay with it, baby. Yeah, I mean, how many... Uh, oh, and I never even thought to look you for this. You should have been... Did we I meet in sudden- a bar? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, I, I never actually considered this. We should definitely look in to see if there's a Fight Trash podcast out there. We, we should. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you regularly eat, eat dinner at the biker bar down the hill from your house? Uh, duh. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, do you know how to work a chainsaw? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a trailer on the property? Which property you talk about? <laughs> I, I'm incl- making it inclusive. <laughs> Mine, my mother-in-law's, or my father-in-law's, which are all attached <laughs> in a big motherfucking compound. Which is yet another. <laughs> do you live on a compound? <laughs> Could I throw rocks and hit the house of my uh, in-laws? Yeah. Well, technically, no, because I throw like a girl. But <laughs> there's a chance. Do you own a chainsaw? Two. And I don't mean an electric <laughs> one. And have you fallen a tree on your own property? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> I think actually I did that for you. <laughs> uh, you did one of them, yeah. Yeah. I did a number of others now since then. But uh, yeah, I, I was like, honey, how did you not know we're white trash? Come on. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. That white trash that apparently went to school, <laughs> but you can't get the white trash out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so on that note, um, what else were we planning on today? Um, I don't know. I'm 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 good with that. Um, are you drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon? <laughs> uh, no, because I'm trying to type in the laptop. But also, in a few seconds, I will be <laughs> also white trash. Um, that's our outro music. Yes, I think that means we might be done for the night. <laughs> Well, everybody have a good night. Uh, Don't forget to support your local biker bar and uh, have some cheap beer.